JP and Mia on the mic. Uh, we have our very first guest here on the uh, podcast. We have our niece, niece in love, um, Tanaya, who is going to be talking to us today about what it's like to be a brand new doctor in these 2021 streets. <laughs> so, uh, JP's here on the mic as well. JP. Hello. <laughs> that's what you're getting today. That, that's just hello. He's uh, engineering our uh, sound here. So, uh, myself, I'm going to be leading us through a conversation with our lovely guest and co-host here. Uh, JP's going to continue his his due diligence hard work over here. Um, so, Tanaya. Hey. This is Tanaya. Everybody clap. I know. I want to have one of those sound effects. Those. <sighs> <laughs> right. Right. Tell them about the boom, 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 Ray. So, <laughs> our niece has um, successfully entered the world of doctordom. And we are overjoyed, of course, um, for her success and her future um future success to come um you guys already know that johnny and i have been jp and i have been together for 16 years so when uh i met tanaya she was <laughs> a very lanky <laughs> 11 year old kid so for me to see her um journey that she's taken in, into the woman she's become is you know I, i'll ugly cry later yeah that's that's you know pretty much the emotion <laughs> about it so uh, let's see, JP, how we want to kind of focus. Let's see, we'll, uh... Introduce Tanaya and let her talk. Yeah, well, okay. <laughs> we'll do it like the first day of school. We'll say, this is Tanaya, and Tanaya will have you tell us a little bit about yourself. Okay, well, like Mia just said, oh, <laughs> I so am cute. Tanaya. This is the most precious thing. It's precious. That's and I baby. sound like a little kid on this microphone. <laughs> That's my baby. But I'm Lord actually Jesus. a 26 year old doctor. Thank you. Yes. <laughs> um, let's see. I just graduated with my doctorate in physical therapy. Mm-hmm. And. Uh, yeah, that's, <laughs> that's what I got right now. <laughs> How many years of school have you endured? Oh, my God. Uh, Let's see. Outside of outside beyond of 12. School, uh-huh. right? Outside of high school is seven. Seven additional seven years of school. Years. Yeah, man. So four years in undergrad where I had a bachelor's in kinesiology, which is basically human movement. And then three more years year round, mind you, in a doctorate program. <laughs> Yes. Mm-hmm. So it's been that's how it's done, y'all. <laughs> Kinesia. Yeah. yeah, that's how you get there. Yes. Beautiful. So So what what made you want to get into that field? Mm-hmm. Well, um Yeah, that's a good question. You know, when I used to watch the Cosby show and I saw their family dynamic okay. and I was destined to, to be a doctor. We won't talk about the, you know, the, the real Mr. life. Mr. Cosby. The pudding pops. <laughs> yeah, we won't talk about those specially medicated mm-hmm. pudding pops. We'll move on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but uh, I just love their family dynamic. And I was like, from the time I was a little girl, I was like, I'm going to be a doctor. And uh, I, growing up, you know, mm-hmm. my grandmother got sick. And it was just a lot of in and out of the hospital, a lot of 
a lot of trials and <laughs> tribulations and I decided I did not want to be a medical doctor anymore. I was tired of hospitals. I did not want to be the person that was always giving bad news. Mm-hmm. Instead, I wanted to be, you know, somebody who could give hope and help people do the things that they wanted to do instead. So that's kind of where I fell into physical therapy. You know, uh, she was sick and had a lot of things going on. And I got to see the difference that physical therapy, speech therapy, occupational therapy, all of those things made in her life mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. by extension, my life. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of where I fell into physical therapy. So <laughs> that's awesome. That's I didn't awesome. know that. That's great. And where did where did you go to school? So uh, undergrad, I went to uh, Southern Illinois University in Carbondale. And for my graduate degree, I went to Governor State University in University Park, Illinois. All right. Okay, okay. Cool, Beautiful. cool, cool. Um, so tell me, tell me a little bit about your, your inspirations coming up. Family, diamond, but family dynamic inspirations coming up. Hmm. That one is so, yeah. So, I'll (laughs) rephrase it a little bit. So, I know what you're saying, baby. Like, things that she foresees in the future for herself in terms of a family or in terms of our family. Your inspirations growing up, okay. Oh, who were your inspirations growing up? Okay, so in the past, all right, here we go. We got you. Oh, my inspirations growing up, Mm -hmm. you know what? That's a that's a good one. You know, I had a I had a lot of really good inspiration. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'd probably say number one being my mom and dad. My mom, she just kept going no matter what through everything that she went through, everything that she was going through. You know, she had breast cancer at one point. She was taking care of my grandmother. She was taking care of our great-grandmother, taking mm-hmm. care of us, basically the glue for our entire family. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. She still is in a sense. Um, mm-hmm. But I would say definitely her my father very much so he was just always very open and honest (laughs) with me growing up he did not sugarcoat anything he let me know about his struggles you know he didn't even graduate high school Mm -hmm. wow Mm -hmm. yeah he didn't graduate high school he went to jail at one point he was a drug dealer at one point um he's been married three times Mm -hmm. and he has never and not one time sugarcoated (laughs) anything (laughs) and and telling me his story and Mm -hmm. the one thing that he made sure he taught me was that I could learn something from everybody that I came across Mm -hmm. and so he was definitely an inspiration of course Johnny (laughs) (laughs) Johnny my uncle Johnny I did not even know who he was to me for many years (laughs) our family dynamic was so crazy growing up you know we had so many people living in the house at one point like I didn't know who was who <laughs> is he my brother is he my cousin for, for many years I thought he was my brother right. <laughs> I was in the streets tingling and mingling oh my oh, tingling I wouldn't say that well I mean you know he's so much younger than all of his other siblings so right it was <laughs> confusing I, he was closer in age to us really mm-hmm. especially my brother than he mm-hmm. was to his siblings so that's funny yeah I didn't know who he was so <laughs> But anyway, he he had his own, you know, personal struggles, and I'm sure he'll tell this story, and I'll give him the freedom to do that on his own time, Mm -hmm. I'm sure, on another podcast. (laughs) But Johnny had lots of his own uh, struggles growing up, and he was always there for us, (laughs) always trying to give us an inspiration. He's the first homeowner on our side of the family. 
Well, probably second. Lonnie probably was the Lonnie first. Lonnie would be the first. Okay. But yeah, Lonnie. <laughs> Lonnie right. probably was the We're first. We're the first one in the still, new, new millennium. Exactly. Within the generation closer to me, he's our first homeowner. And just, you know, he's built a, a family structure that I think anybody would be happy to have, you know. So, oh, I know. Yeah, well, ugly cry. Oh, My big brother cry. is the same way. He's not the family structure <laughs> necessarily. <laughs> not that part. <laughs> <laughs> not that part, but just, you know, he, he left to do what he said that he was going to do. And both of them, they always do what they say they're going to do. So I've had some very uh, reliable <laughs> people to inspire me on this journey. So mm-hmm. that was my inspiration. <laughs> Beautiful. Yes. I, I'm, I'm trying to process. Man, <laughs> I'm trying not to get emotional. Um, all right. So we, we know that as a doctor, you're going to be getting to experience things that the rest of the family won't be able to experience. So what do you most look forward to as a doctor? Like what even like minimum trivial things as a doctor was something that you definitely look forward to from this point through the rest of your career. Paging Dr. Payton. <laughs> Paging Dr. Payton. See? Do they still do they still do that? <laughs> I don't think so. Everybody has cell phones now, so they just oh, they just, okay. they just call. call your phone. Oh man, I can't be paged. Because <laughs> that would be for me. It's, it's tweeting Dr. Payton. <laughs> tweeting Dr. Payton. See? Snapchat. Mm-hmm. Whatever. I don't know. Pretty much. They just send a text message now. <laughs> like, hey, we need, need you it. over here. Wow, <laughs> I didn't know that. Yeah, we watch too much TV, y'all. So yes. um, let's see, what do I look most what do you look forward to doctor i think um helping people Mm -hmm. i think that's why uh like with what i'm doing there's so many different paths that you can take but the one that i want to i think kind of focus on and take is going to be the one where i actually get to see the benefits of my work Mm -hmm. so these people will come in some of them not even being able to walk Mm -hmm. and they may leave walking. They may leave walking, exactly. <laughs> I mean, I can't imagine making a bigger difference in a person's life, really. And I am give them mobility. so excited to see that. Like, people don't know how much of a difference it makes when, you know, I, I, I just came out of the hospital and there are so many people who apologize to you for mm. having to, for lack of better words, wipe their butt. <laughs> yeah. You know, they this is like the first burden. time. Yeah, this is the first time in their life they aren't able to do that. Right. And it's... It's mm. sad, and I always tell them, like, look, I do this for you now. Maybe you can do it for somebody else mm-hmm. when you get a little bit better. You focus on you right now. You know, don't worry about that. But I look most forward to that is, like, just seeing the difference in, in people's life mm-hmm. that yeah. mobility makes. So yeah, that's yeah. my biggest thing. Of course, telling people what to do, right? Like <laughs> Delegating. We like that. Yes. <laughs> Proving the human condition. Yeah. <laughs> Okay. That's, that's great. I, I got a question. I want to go back. Mm-hmm. I want to go back to your high school years. Okay. Um, and I'll leave this up to you whether or not you want to discuss this. Okay. Um, you, <laughs> how did Valedictorian get stolen from you? <laughs> I want to talk about the conspiracy theory. Uh oh. Okay. Wait. So we need to get some context first to the audience, our <laughs> listeners. So give I'll, us some context. I'll keep it plain and simple. Tonight was Valedictorian. Um, like three days before graduation, they decided to give it to someone else. Okay. <laughs> and we'll leave it like that. So it went... Uh, what did they tell you? Yeah. So, you know how what? You, how, you have a five point, how, how you have a 5.986 and be... And be saluted to how, how, how did it happen? <laughs> so I, 
I it was so long ago. Honestly, I don't, I don't, I don't care. Don't it bothers me every night. <laughs> it said every night. So I think what ended up really happening was is that like my freshman year, they told me no. I think my sophomore year, they were like, you know, you're number one in your class, and it's like, oh, and I right. was like, oh, I didn't know that, right? And so I was like, whatever. I think I told my best friend, and yeah. that was it. And so I think like sometime during our junior year. This guy was like bragging about how this other girl was number one in our class, and my best friend was not having it. She was like, uh, "Excuse me, no, she's not." No. She said, "It's Tanaya, actually." <laughs> no, man. And so I think when that girl found out like that she wasn't number one in our class, she kind of had a little fit because like three of her sisters before that had been valedictorian. Okay. Yes. <laughs> okay. So then you got instant competition. So then I think what happened was is that she probably went and asked, like, well, what classes do I need to take? Because some classes weigh more than others mm-hmm. and all of that stuff. I think she just strategic. pushed it and was kind of strategic about it and uh-huh. just went ahead. <laughs> and <laughs> how? But what was the difference between y'all? Because it wasn't that much of a point difference. I have no idea. But oh, I can tell you man. this. I don't... I. Hardly even really remember that. Right. But what I do mm-hmm. remember is the difference in our speeches. <laughs> yeah. I, I still got that on my phone. And the uh-huh. difference in our the difference in our uh, the audience response. <laughs> the audience response. Look at that. Because they were so excited to have a, a young black girl <laughs> at a mostly black school talking to them. Yes. So uh, that that's that was mostly the difference. And that, the girl was very nice. Like mm-hmm. she wasn't, you know. A Whatever joke. she was, she was very nice. She just, I think, wanted to keep up that family legacy. Yes, and I would imagine the pressure she was probably under too. Mm-hmm. It was like, hey, I have all these valedictorians. I can't let nobody take that from me. Yeah. So if she wanted it that bad, that she strategically fought for it, I'd be like, just take it, boo. That's how I felt about it. Because I didn't be a doctor anyway until I was told. It didn't even cross my mind. Exactly. And I'm like, like, you can be working at Ted's Montana Grill, but I'm going to be a doctor. So (laughs) at the end of the day, this could could go left or right. I'm pretty sure she's not working at Ted's Montana Grill. We don't know that. Things happen. (laughs) Moving on. Okay. Yeah. (laughs) Thank you for that clarity, ma'am. Yes. Oh, my goodness. Gosh, man. Mm-hmm. We we yeah. I wasn't there live, but I, I I've seen the speech, y'all. The speech is magnificent. That'll be for another pod, though. <laughs> so it was like, ooh. Um. So let's see. Okay. So let's pull away from like Doctor Dumb for a second, mm-hmm. and let's talk about like you as a person, you as a fun person, you in relationships because you guys know this is our marriage relationship podcast so of course we're going to kind of parlay into that area just enough to make her come stay comfortable we're gonna we're gonna stay in the green jp is giving her crazy eyes over here so but okay so let's talk about when you're not working because we already know you work and work and work what do you like to do for fun what's your what's your hobbies like genuine hobbies not like sleeping, because you know we'll say sleeping quick, and that's not Man. a genuine hobby. <laughs> but I know sleeping is very important. I'm too. not even going to lie to you; I have not had time for a genuine hobby. People don't believe in, me when you say you don't have time for hobbies. And I don't know, probably the last year and a half. And right mm. now, I, I'm graduated, but I haven't taken my boards yet. So <laughs> that's coming up, y'all. I haven't had any time for, for genuine hobbies. The things that I think that I still like to do, <laughs> mm. <laughs> which I'm evolved. still not even sure. Um, mm-hmm. I actually, I, I love reading. Mm-hmm. Um, have time for reading. Eating. And we like food. Cooking new meals. That's 
always fun for me. Yes. Johnny is very much like that too. I like to work out from time to time. Depending on the day. Okay. And traveling. Oh, I love to travel. Yes. Mm-hmm. And that's something we're going we gonna to get down. We'll talk about that offline. <laughs> yeah, we're we going to plan our next trip together. <laughs> All right. So, okay, so I'm just going to kind of dive into the pool because, you know, I, I, I want to know. Okay. So tell me about your boyfriend. Mm-hmm. He is boyfriend. Okay. No yeah. names. <laughs> we're not, not going to give him a name. What, what do we want to call him? Just we'll call him boyfriend. Guy. Guy. Okay. So we'll call him Guy. <laughs> Let's, um, I guess, what's the, the question that we get? The first question we get. How long have y'all been together? Right? That's the first one we usually get. So mm-hmm. how long have you and Guy been romantically together? And then uh, how long have you known him? Officially, uh, we are coming up on a year. Actually, in a couple weeks here. Good Lord, that's a long time. <laughs> Yes, we're okay. coming up on a year mm-hmm. uh, in a couple of weeks here. Mm-hmm. Like officially, um, we have known each other for what is it? It's 2021. Mm-hmm. I met him in 2013. Okay. Mm-hmm. So he was like one of the oh, first yeah, people yeah. that I met at school when I went away to SIU. Okay, college. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. So yeah. What <laughs> was it? Okay, so at the time when you met him, he was mm-hmm. just guy who I know. Mm-hmm. Um, what was it about him that brought on different feelings? Because we could have, you know, we, we friend zone guys quick. Like mm-hmm. he just, if he's a friend, he's a friend. But sometimes, of course, it evolves. Was that on purpose? Like, did it did it happen intentionally? And what was it about him that attracted you to him? So, I mean, I think we always liked each other. I mean, we attempted to date. What <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah. Attempt. laughs> What's an attempt? <laughs> yes, we attempted to date when we first met each other, but mm-hmm. it just wasn't something that was in the cards. Okay. <laughs> okay. For us at the time, he okay. was very uh, interested in just he was not interested in being in a relationship, tied down, mm-hmm. um, and That's we just were not on the same page for okay <laughs> for a very long time. But we we were always friends and always there for each other. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was just, it just, I guess, turned into a relationship. Mm-hmm. But we'd known each other for a very long time before that, and we're just kind of there for each other, so. Oh, that <laughs> is. That's sweet. And it is so fresh, too. Mm-hmm. Oh. Mm-hmm. That romantic love is, is sparkly and it, the heart beating, and you get off the phone first. No, you get off the phone first. <laughs> that was me and John and JP here. <laughs> you get off the phone. You get off the phone. All right, we're just going to sit here and breathe. That is accurate that is accurate it oh is. my goodness he will he, he you know all right we didn't even have phones back in the day we <laughs> did not tell phones <laughs> anywho okay oh so it, it gradually happens okay so yeah. my biggest question because mm-hmm. we tend to struggle with work-life balance of course because mm-hmm. we have babies and, and jobs and how do you how does he feel about you being a doctor like that's a major thing for me and, like, mm-hmm. how do you guys have time to still have date when you're going through this journey that he kind of got to just ride on? The, you got to just ride on that bus, buddy. You're going to be here. Yeah. So we were both. Uh, one, he's he's very excited and very proud, mm. I can say. Um, we have kind of been on this back and forth journey together uh, for a long time. And then as far as, like, dating and school and 
all of that. Um, he actually, like I said, we both got our degrees at SIU, mm-hmm. and he got his in political science and economics. Hmm. And so he got a, a dual degree. So, I mean, you know, when you're an undergrad, <laughs> it's very easy to find time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, and then moving on, transitioning into like our actual like real dating. Right. Out of college dating. It's different. He was a branch manager at Enterprise. Okay. And so during that period of time, we really didn't see each other a lot. Mm -hmm. It was just a lot of phone conversations, a lot of, oh, are you free right now? Like, let's talk on the phone. (laughs) Like, Hey, I miss you. I miss you too. (laughs) It was was a lot of that. And then uh, probably maybe the six months prior to being like official, it was more like, I guess more communication, more dating more talking Mm -hmm. kind of thing Mm -hmm. um let me see i'm trying to think and then coronavirus hit (sighs) good old corona yes coronavirus hit and i was at school um we didn't go into school anymore so i had all the free time in the world at that point in time and he had decided to leave enterprise actually and work for a trucking company okay and so he was very nervous about taking that step right because i mean enterprise is a sure thing you know (laughs) yeah and uh so with that job he actually got to pretty much make his own hours okay and he was making more money than at enterprise and he 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 had a lot of free time too so Mm -hmm. you know before i went back to school before he uh he actually left there to study for the LSAT. Okay. So Ooh, before that time, then we, we, it was, I mean, it was pretty easy just because both of us had so much free time. Mm-hmm. So the world shut down. Mm-hmm. So, so it's okay. going to be interesting this next phase because mm-hmm. I'm going to be working. And so will he, he, uh, has a CDL and he's going to be driving okay. for a little while before he starts this venture of owning his own trucking company. So okay. he, yeah, he'll be driving for a while. So this is going to be <laughs> an interesting uh, change in our dynamic. Mm-hmm. Well, that's a, yeah, but that's what it's about. It's mm-hmm. phases. So you have what I call seasons. Mm-hmm. So, you know, sometimes the season is summery. It's sunny. Everything's good. We getting along. The stars, the planets are aligned. We talking. Sometimes those seasons turn to fall. And mm-hmm. it's like, dude, I don't get to see you. And then becomes the resentment feelings and the mm-hmm. we need to change and I'm desperate. And, you know, it, <laughs> it becomes a lot. So it is be interesting. I, OK, so you say he's studying for the LSAT. Did he stop studying mm-hmm. for the LSAT? Oh, he's still so doing he that. So he took the LSAT uh-huh. and he scored like five points lower than he needed to score. <sighs> so wow. Five. Yeah. So he was like, you know what? Let me like, just. I have. I had. This is my secondary plan anyway. Mm-hmm. Like he was okay. gonna do the trunk and company, regardless. Primary. Okay. Okay. Of, he was planning on starting the trunk and company, going to law school. Okay. And that being his way to pay for law school. Mm-hmm. Okay. So he's like, you know, I'm just going to wait. I'll take a class. I'll take the LSAT again. I'll take it as many times as I need to to pass mm-hmm. it. And it'll always be there. Mm-hmm. You can always take the LSAT. Yeah. But a business, yeah, when the time comes, it's time to do it. 
Yeah, look so. at that. See, the doctor and the lawyer. You see that, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I see what's happening. <laughs> Which was actually unintentional. Right. It goes all the way back <laughs> to the Cosby's, right? Exactly. <laughs> that's our, that's your, you manifest things. Uh-huh. So it's like, hey, you manifest it. Aha. Aha. Silly. I, I, yeah, I manifested a husband and a daughter and a son. Mm-hmm. Like, that's what I always had growing up as a little kid. Yeah. Was a daughter and a son and a husband. And he had very specific features that JP has. So. Mm-hmm. you manifest things it just sort of happens yeah. so that's, that's great look at that <laughs> are we excited for her yes extremely yeah <laughs> extremely. i'm so happy for her yes so yeah so that's there that's where they're going mm-hmm. i wish we had guy here to talk to us <laughs> oh man we got to tell him we've been talking about him on the computer <laughs> on the interweb but mm-hmm. all good things well maybe another show i'm sure i he'd know be happy i though. know yeah we have y'all as, <laughs> as a couple guests i know we have to get some bigger space y'all because we're still in the closet so <laughs> yeah Go ahead. We good. Oh, no, you go ahead. No, I'm, I'm just going to just kind of close this out a little go. bit. Okay. Uh, let's see. So, I guess I want to do something like JP give Tanaya advice, and I give Tanaya advice for going forward in, I don't know, life, relationships, whatever you got. Let's see what, what we can kind of feed her as we, because we kind of OGs in the game, right? I guess sixteen years would be old. So um, OG. Something. Um. Basically, what I've what I've always told her since she was little. Um. Life is about making it, not who makes it the fastest. Just do what you do and do the right thing all the time, and it work out. Always. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And snaps for that. Nah, yeah. man. Yeah. <laughs> oh, let's see. And I've I've actually uh I volunteered the information and haven't thought of anything yet. Um. <laughs> I would say. Follow your your instinct, mm-hmm. gut instinct. That thing doesn't lie. And like I, I tell people a lot when they ask me about how I went from a really cushy human resources job for mm-hmm. eleven years to being a teacher mm-hmm. and middle school at that. They were like, "You went straight to middle school? Are you you know a stickler for torture?" <laughs> and I tell them I was I would dream about it. Mm-hmm. Like literally, it would haunt me that I'm not a teacher, and I would wake up like I'm not in school right now. <laughs> or, you know, I missed the bus or I was helping a kid and it was weekly. Mm-hmm. And and so I said, something is happening in my subconscious that is trying to push me out of where I am to get to where I'm supposed to be. Mm-hmm. And now that I'm here, I am the most fulfilled ever, mm-hmm. like ever. I am so happy and stressed out and crazy, but I'm happy. So I would say, trust what you're feeling. Mm-hmm. And it's, sometimes it's it's hard because I ignored it for six years. Mm-hmm. Six years, I was like, no, everybody in my family is a teacher. I don't want to just follow and be where everybody else is because that mm-hmm. is old and monotonous, and I don't want to do it. But there was something that I was supposed to be doing. There is some child who needs me. And so for you, I would say where you are and where you believe you're going, follow it. Mm-hmm. And because when it's trying to change paths, you will. It's going to open up for you. It's going to be like, hey, we're here. Go there with, um, with Guy. Just allow it to kind of flow. Because that's essentially the reason why we're been we've been together as long as we have is because we just never really broke up. Like <laughs> we didn't really have a reason to break up, and we were always getting better. Mm-hmm. So JP has made me a fantastic wife and mother, and the woman I am is all because of his guidance. And I'm sure I've had at least a little bit of inspiration on him, a little bit of movement on him. I don't cuss as much in public. That's what I have done for him, y'all. So, but we've made each other better. 
And so and that's just your instinct like, hey, I need to tell him this so that he can be better, even if it's going to make him mad. She says stop cussing in public so much. And so, <laughs> see, I can tell you he was quite the public cusser. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> so him not and his so sister did not mind uh, <laughs> letting it loose. Not mind acting up and cutting, cutting, cutting it up. So, but yeah, just, just, hey, even if it's a temporary discomfort, if it's something that's going to make you better, mm-hmm. then just allow it and open and keep it open. So, yeah, yeah that's what we got. Okay. You got a quote for this week? Yeah. Do I have a quote for this week? Yes. No, I don't. What we got? What we got better? You got, a, you got a quote that you like. Johnny likes to give the listeners mm-hmm. a, a motivational quote. Um, Last week it was juvenile. That we didn't we didn't plan that he just like burst out. So let me see. Uh, uh WWJD. What would Johnny do? Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, y'all thought I was gonna say Jesus, didn't you? That's where I was going with yeah. it. <laughs> what would Johnny do? All right, ma'am. That's that. Thanks for our thanks to our beautiful, accomplished, wonderfully gifted niece Tanaya for joining us on our uh, mini session here. Thanks to our listeners, of course, for listening in on our uh, newest episode. And of course, we're going to continue to uh, try this out and see how it goes. And we're just going to feed off of your energy. And we have subscribers, which trips me out. So. <laughs> Yeah, thank you guys for subscribing and listening in, and we will be back to you soon. Bye. Bye. <laughs> I'm both manic and impressive. Depression stays in my guest room. I tried to be ghosts, just not built for the chest bones. Was that too soon? Gay said, oh, please, no goons. Discover my religion. Full grown beer like bone. Black ribbon in the sky. Voice in my head always a song. Got judged by 12 while looking over my tone. Out of body experience, off the same peer events. Wifey got me using fancy GRE words like hints. Fourth.